What's up, guys? I'm Meg. I'm Mimi. This is Direct Golden Hours. We talk about anything and everything. From gaming content to spooky, scary stories to what we ate for breakfast. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Mimi here today. And today we are going to be talking about um, a couple of counters. Case is here today. Say hello, Case. Hey. He's on another episode with us. <laughs> what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Um, I'm about the same. Um, today we're going to be talking about two pretty big topics. Um, we have another spooky encounter for you, spooky story. Um, this one is my encounter, and then we're also going to be talking about Case's encounters. Um, so first, I'm just going to do some introductions of Case, and then Case, you can get right into talking about your stories. Okay, is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 All right, so Case, what is your your first and last name? Well, you don't have to say your first and last name. Just yeah, doctor yourself <laughs> real fast for us. Doctor yourself. Tell us all your social security. Tell you us, know where tell you us. Give me your bank six, account number. Six nine six nine six nine. <laughs> Do you need the three that. digits on the last uh, backside yeah, of my I card too? I need the yeah. security numbers. Well, that's yeah. also six nine six nine. Well, that's four. So okay. we're learning how There's to count. There's four on mine. Just for our mind. Oh, oh, oh it must be American Express. Okay, got it. Yep. Got it. Got it. Perfect. I got that all written down. Thank you. I'm gonna Excellent. start going on a going on a shopping spree. I need some new uh. stuff. So, thanks, Case. Anyways, uh. um, and then um, you said that you don't like you don't stream or anything like that. But what are your favorite things to do? Other than oh. playing. <laughs> just Me. just gaming, really. I'm and his Meg. favorite thing that I'm Gaming and Meg. All right, that's fine. Well, that's cool. I mean, we're we're bringing back our, me and a friend of mine are starting up our server again on Daisy. It'll be an RP server. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like, RP is fun. I've also gotten into RP. Meg and um, your your bestie, Dan, also got me into the Moonlight Roleplay, so. Oh, that's um, what I'll be opening it with yeah. again. It's Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was me. Yeah, Dan, he, he got invited me, and then he actually even got me the again. So, shout out to your besto, your besto friendo. Dan the man is what I call him. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, RP is fun. I've recently I call him something else. <laughs> I, call him, I call him Dan the man. I, I even have that in, um, saved in my phone as a contact. It's Dan the man. I love that. Uh, um, his, his name in my phone is Bitch Boy Dan, but. We teach them. Teach them. <laughs> To each their Dance, own. Poor thing. Poor thing. Yeah, we love you. We love you. <laughs> um. Anyway, far, but... <laughs> I thought you guys were bro bromies or broman bromances. You guys are oh, yeah. bromance. That's how you know. Okay. That's the, how you know that they touch each other's butts. Oh. And then they show each other's balls to each other. Like, right. No. Of course, you're the one who said let that. Me oh. Let me find out. Do you mean like we touch butts together, or because we we've never done that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that we've got case, um, all exposed, my exposed and ready. So go ahead and tell us about your encounters. Um, the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, give us a rundown. Oh, well, I don't even know where to begin. You know, is the there's an open from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna start somewhere in the middle, but I figured you probably would, or at least. Why were you bored? <laughs> no, well, my gaming setup used to be in the garage at my old house, and it was open to the attic above me, 
and it, I'd sit out there for hours playing games, but it'd get really creepy at night. You know, you kind of feel like there's somebody sitting above you. Like, you know, that feeling you get when someone walks in the room and you're not looking at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, the kind of feeling you'd get somebody sitting above you, but I'd never look. So you're saying like, <clears throat> whenever you were there, it was somebody always in the corner, just like you have that, or you had that feeling that someone was looking at you. Is that correct? Oh yeah. yeah you like, especially when it'd rain out, it, it, sound like hollow i don't know it's, it's kind of weird to describe so like i was gonna say did it like to run from the rain and take shelter in the garage? <laughs> oh, no. no the rain didn't get in but there's there's nowhere to get in there's like air vents but okay know, it, it just sound different at times like creepy like what would sound different your garage the attic or oh like the whole atmosphere the whole all of the noises was there ever off? like Yeah, it just sounds strange. Like like not echoey or I don't know, it's hard to it's hard to describe. Maybe it's just from sitting and playing video games for eight hours. It could be. Or like um what was I gonna say? Um, has there ever been an animal in your in your garage? Like because I know that like sometimes animals tend to see like things as well. Um, yeah, I had I had my dog. My when I when my puppy was out there I'd randomly start barking. But it was a puppy too, so Well, puppies do bark, yes, but had did they ever like look up in the corner where you found Southie's things? No, not really. It wasn't in the corner, it was just like the whole the whole garage was open. The whole garage. I see, I see. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wow, that's crazy. And then what else was what else were you gonna talk about? Um, I don't know. There's a couple of times waking up in the morning and it looked like there was somebody standing at the back door of the sliding door, but. Mm, and then did you go out and like check? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not, not my business. <laughs> no, it you, wasn't bugging that me. Was, that was a good idea because, you know, um, in the scary movies, you don't ever go follow. <laughs> no, I just don't. Rolled back over and went to sleep. That's crazy. I would be up scared, like just sitting there, like no. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't bugging me. It, it was. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird to describe it. Like it was like looking through a piece of stained glass, like in the center of the door. But it was like dark. That's weird. It was like a dark figure. Nah, I don't know if it was a figure. It was just a piece of the glass like somebody was standing there like it was clear on either side of it but the door wasn't dirty or anything there's a the whole backyard's lit up too That's wait i'm confused i'm not following what do you mean i don't like you're describing your door has a stained glass no no like you saw the sliding door in my house right yeah, it's clear, and the right. whole backyard, there's a light right above the door. Right. So there's no reason why there should have been a darker spot in the middle of the door, but it's clear on both sides. Oh, so you're yeah. saying that there was a spot on the window that's in that's in the sliding door that was just, like, solid black? Like, you couldn't see through no. it? No. It wasn't solid black. It was, it was darker. 
like a shadow. Gotcha. There's there's nothing that could have cast a shadow right there. Gotcha. Sorry, the I lights... got super confused because as you were ta- you were talking about like a stained glass door, and I was like, I'm very I'm not following, but I, I <laughs> no, think you're I like, like I'm in here, like what? <laughs> it was like looking through stained glass. I see. Oh, I see. So like, like when you blurry. saw like the object, it was like you were looking through like a stained glass window, and it was like completely yeah. black. Yeah, That's but the crazy. the window's completely clear. Oh yeah, and then that. That's creepy. Yeah. And it wasn't like a figure, it was just like a section of the door. You just couldn't it was like cloudy. Well, it was there was no like defined lines of Sure. Like like a figure, but it was just like a a dark section. Like if somebody was standing there, but it wasn't like but there was no was sharp there. lines. No, no, nobody was there. Interesting. So it's like somebody's shadow was there, but you couldn't distinct if it was a person or a thing or an object or like whatever. Minus Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it was wild. the same height. It was the same height as a person, but there was no like crisp lines. Like interesting. Wow. That is very interesting. That's weird. Yeah, my I bad. Be... I got you lost me when you started talking about stained glass. I was like, well, hold on, pause. I've been there. I ain't seen none of that. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, no, is he no. talking about his front door? And then I was like, oh shoot, thinking it was a different no. encounter. And then you're like, no, the back door. And I was like, and you lost me. <laughs> Have you had uh, any other encounters after that? Yeah, because you've moved. You moved now, mm. and I know you're getting ready to move again. But has it like no, has no. anything like followed you? So. No, it's been pretty, pretty uneventful. Did you? Uh, well, you have told me these experiences before, and like, did you do what I told? Like, and like, do the crystals and stuff like that? Yeah, we are crystals. No, I, I moved the, I moved out of the house. <laughs> I left. I left it there. Are you <laughs> sure? I'm sure you didn't follow you, though. Uh, uh, not that I know of. That's crazy. Maybe it, maybe it latched on to whoever's there now. Well, oftentimes, it just depends on... Spirits can also follow you, just depending on how... How well, maybe, intact you are. Well, maybe um, it, it decided I wasn't a good, good person to follow. Or it just was more attached to the property itself or something on the property. Could also be because I left it alone and mind my own business. That's true. That is true. You know, oftentimes you can just say, leave me alone and it will, or you just like ignore it. And oftentimes when you ignore those things, it just goes away. It seems like you like you ignored them. Yeah, I didn't pay no attention to it. I want nothing to do with it. I would have entertained it. <laughs> I would be like, so. I would have too. <laughs> I would have been like, yo, what's up, homie? <laughs> I'm like, what you trying to do? What's going on? What hey, what I did worked. What I did worked, so. You're right, you're right. I'm going to stick to this it. This time. Oh. Maybe next time we'll be friends. True. Maybe. I wouldn't go there next time, just saying. Yeah. Or I would not. I would not. Um. All right, Case. Anything else that you have to tell us about any other counters? Have you had anything else? Have, oh, oh, um, I know that you have kiddos. Have your kiddos told you anything about oh. anything that they've seen, or is that something that you're okay with talking about? I don't. I don't think they've ever said anything about that. Not that I can remember. Really? Because they had they had lived in that house before too, right? With yeah. You? Yeah, for a few years. No, I don't think, I don't, I don't recall them ever saying anything about it. Unless maybe they they said something and 
it was just brief or wasn't direct or they didn't know what they were talking about. That's crazy. Well, yeah, there, I mean, there was one time at my neighbor's house, he's, he's passed away now, but his mom, I'm sorry. That's yeah, all right. His, his mom had a daycare next door and I don't want to like, Ooh. she still has, she still has a daycare. So I don't want to like go too in depth. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's something deeper to it, but we were playing in the back room when we were younger. We were playing with G.I. Joe's. And we used of to build course. forts. Yeah. We were, we used to build forts in, in these rooms and there was a back we weren't allowed to play back there during daycare hours because there's kids back there and it's their business. So we thought that all the kids were gone. Well the, all the kids were gone. But we went to this so there like you walk in this back room and it's this big room it's like 30 feet wide by 15 feet deep and to your left there's another smaller room that she had like the diapers and like snacks and stuff in and there was cribs back there where like babies would go take naps so the other kids wouldn't wake them up and i went back there to build a a base one time and i walk in the room and there's this little girl back there and it wasn't like anything it just looked like a normal little girl and i walked back out and i said hey you know I thought we weren't allowed to play back here. Well, there's daycare kids here. And he goes, oh, there's there's no daycare kids here. The last one just got picked up. So I was like, no, there's a kid in the back room back there. And we walked in the room, and there was nobody there. And I don't know. I don't remember what, what we did after that. I was really young. I was like 10. I don't I don't remember if we talked to his mom about it or not. But we we got freaked out. We went and played outside the rest of the day. <laughs> I would have been freaked out too. Honestly, um, <clears throat> I worked in many different um, places in regards to childcare. Um, since I'm a teacher, I work with children too. And I've actually had an, a couple of encounters um, in my daycare centers. Like a lot of the times, the toilet, like we have toilets in our classrooms, and the toilets would flush by themselves. Um, or you'd hear like running down the hallway and there's no one there. Are they like the automatic no toilets? Yeah. Yeah, dude. The sensor ones? The sensor ones, yeah. A lot of the times, like in the current place that I work at now, like the toilets will go off randomly and no one's in there. And um there is the recent this recent place before the place that I'm working at now, there is this girl, um, it was classroom one, and there's this girl that always said that whenever the class the kids were in the class um that they would always see just random things all the time and there was no and like whenever the teachers look there was no there so they would always see random things and then like when the like a teacher she was telling me she's like i was putting a child to sleep and this one kid was saying like um um this one kid was saying like um that she could this like kid could see this like figure and oh, no. it was it was and she the kid was like can you tell that fi- that person to go away and the, the teacher was like i don't know what you're talking about and um again this was just a coworker that i worked with and she was telling me these stories um so i may not be saying it correctly but this is what i took out of it is that you know, this, these kids were seeing all these figures and none of the teachers were, and it was classroom one, and it was actually a head start, so it's freaky. It's so freaky. That's really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so, um, 
but yeah, things like that, you know, and I've noticed that like when you talked about those, like, you know, that thing, that thing, those things tend to happen a lot of childcare centers. I wonder if it's like, because it's such a welcoming environment, if children go, go there or children ask for apparitions, go there just to feel safe. It could be. So. Oh, that reminded me of another one when I was younger. There's this kid, Sam, that I'd hang out with at school. I was friends with him. And his mom was real into, like, I don't know if it, what it would be considered. It was, like, African tribes. I don't know. Is that, like, voodoo? Or is that what they did? Or, I don't know. Yes, could be voodoo. Like, a, mm-hmm. like a, the tiki masks or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I don't know voodoo. the proper term for them. But, yeah, yeah she, we, she was... We about Ray Lafeel and she's she's from Africa. I don't know Africa. She's like her 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 um, parents are from Africa and like she did the voodoo stuff <laughs> too. So yeah. Yeah, she, she was she was way into that stuff. Like this lady was her whole house was covered in that stuff. But I went over there one day after school and I or maybe it wasn't after school. I don't know. Maybe she was watching me while my mom worked. But I think I was in like first grade and we were, he used to have this big room in his basement and you'd go down like these stairs in the corner of his house and they'd curl down and around they're wooden and this big room downstairs with like doors on two two of the walls and it was just this big concrete pad and we used to go roller skate down there we were down there roller skating one day and the house started like i don't know maybe something creaked but something freaked us out and we decided to go upstairs but as we were going up the stairs you know those little wooden snakes that are like there's a bunch of cuts in it mm-hmm. so they wiggle mm-hmm. she had those up on her on a windowsill and there's this really big one and it was up on the windowsill and the sun was coming in on it and we were making our way up the stairs and roller skates and out of nowhere the snake just flies across the room off of the windowsill nobody was neither one of us were near it it just completely <laughs> launched Jeez. and we we just in a mad dash ran up those stairs and roller skates I have no idea what caused it. Like he wasn't. He was. He was in front of me, so I know it wasn't him screwing with me, and uh, it terrified me. Never, never went back over there again. I would have been terrified too. Did you say to his mom? No, I called my mom. I said, "I need you to come get me." You got to come get me now. Never. (laughs) I'm never going back there again. That reminds me of that main girl scene where he's like, where all the girls are fighting at the end. And he's like, texting or like calling mom. He's like, Mom, I'm so scared. Like, come pick me up. All these girls are fighting. Yeah, no, I had to get out of there. That was, that was terrifying. Yeah, no, I would. I mean, I've had some like friends tell me kind of similar stories like that. There's like this one story where she was telling me that I guess the mom was into like black magic and there's like always an owl always an owl circling their house a black one always what yeah so that's why you don't get into that stuff um i think an owl um and if you see like certain animals it does represent something so um owls i'm not sure if they are good or bad um but like that's particular owl my friend was telling me that like sometimes it would like attack her window and try to like go or like her her friend sorry and try to like attack her um but it was but the thing about it is is like this is where i used to live um the owl would like would um constantly like surround the house like constantly surround and like fly around it and be around it 
And like, you know, where we live, where we live, like owls are not super common to be in a neighborhood like that. So no, that's like um, some, the fourth kind shit. Yeah. So, but if, I mean, a, an owl is actually a good omen. It's a sign of um, your fortunate person is related to a spiritual awakening and wisdom. Um, if you start seeing owls in your enclosure, you're receiving a message from heaven that you're in the process of mental growth and spiritual transformation. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure. sure if, like, what, like... what about vultures? See, exactly. I gotta ask about vultures because I got a story with vultures. Oh, tell us. So let's see. So let's while you look seven. that up, so so at my church, how how crazy is it? So at my church, where mm. the the song leader, <clears throat> so let me preface by saying my church is a non instrumental church. So mm-hmm. when there's when we're singing songs, it's we're all singing. The entire church is singing, or whatever. And every not every time, but whenever it's overcast, and whenever you know, a lot of times when the fog sits, uh, sets in and whatnot overnight, there will be like roadkill out and about on the streets because of where I live, it's quite wooded and whatnot. So creatures, animals, like go out or whatever. Um, and so after a heavy rain and fogs comes in, there's typically a good bit of roadkill. And so the mm-hmm. vultures will be around, even in my neighborhood, like the, the snakes, the rabbits, the squirrels that, you know, get hit or whatever. And only, only periodically deer, typically deer are pretty good about not getting hit. Um, but possums, like all the raccoons, all that, um, whenever that happens and the vultures are out and about, when we start singing, when the entire church starts singing, there is a perch that they go and they sit on, and it's it's like a glass triangle, and they all can, like, watch us. And so, like, they'll come up on there, and they'll sit there, and they just sit there, they listen to us singing. The moment, because we'll, we'll sing, like, three or four songs, and then we'll, kind of, we'll do communion, and then we'll sing a couple more songs or whatever. Once the entire, like, songs portion is done and we're done singing, they leave. It's, it's wild it's so I mean, wild and it's not it's not is, super often it's like maybe like once every two months or three months or whatever it, it happens more often when the seasons are changing because there's more rain there's more fog there's more like weather changes and stuff like that um but for for you know roadkill in a sense to happen because otherwise there's there's really no roadkill it's really only when there's like a heavy heavy rain and fog comes in the next day you'll see a couple possums a couple raccoons on the side of the road or whatever maybe from people driving home at two or three o'clock in the morning interesting so it's that is interesting. it's really it's really interesting but that's the thing is they as soon as we start singing and it'll it'll be like three or four of them. It's not like hundreds of them or anything like that. It's not some like crazy scene from the movie Birds or anything like that. But it's it's a couple like two, three, four of them. They'll come and they'll sit. They will listen to us sing, and then they leave. Mm. I mean, There's some interesting things on Google about vultures. Mm-hmm. I've saw say it says seeing a vulture. This is mybirdgarden.com. Um, seeing a vulture was thought to be an indication that someone close to you was soon to die. In other cultures, such as Native American tradition, seeing a vulture may be interpreted as a sign that change is coming, usually not a positive change. Yeah, well, but then and the that's the thing is, like, my church is, it's not one of these huge, like, super churches or anything like that, but it is a larger congregation, um, and we've got people that come in. You know, they're members and then, you know, they move because of work or whatever. Like, we've got people all over the all over the place. 
And so we we constantly have people in like prayer requests. You know, there's there's been a, a you know, I'm not going to like give out any names or anything like that, but there have been a handful of people who are dealing with chemotherapy. There are a couple of people who their parents have passed away there, you know, or you know, whatever it may be. There's, you know, there's there are our prayer requests and our like that section in our bulletin and that section that we talk about in church, there's always something to talk about. There's always somebody to talk about. There's always somebody to prayer to pray about, you know, um, or whatever it may be. So how many um, vultures was it? Not, a not, not a lot. It's, it's either a pair or it's like two pairs or whatever. Oh, according to Persian lore, a pair of vultures guard the gates of hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of ironic being outside of a church. Yeah. But hey, that's just that's just what Google S is saying, so mm-hmm. I know. Well, but that's the other mm-hmm. thing is like a bunch of a de- bunch of different cultures are gonna say a bunch of different things, right? Like you said mm-hmm. that that was Persian lore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They're used in movies. Them and ravens are used in movies a lot mm-hmm. to indicate death or indicate like a bad omen or something like that, you know? I mean, but also vultures are genuinely intelligent. They are Mm -hmm. they are genuinely intelligent creatures, and so the sound wave that we could be giving off, it could literally just be science. The sound wave that they're getting off, they're like, "Excuse me." They're like, "Hello." They're like, "What is that?" (laughs) Because that's the thing is, it's only when we're singing. They don't stick around for the sermon. They don't stick around for uh, any baptisms that happen. They don't. It's none of that. It's it's literally as soon as we start singing, they're like, "Yo, what's up?" We get done singing, they take off. Yeah, and then, well, any type of bird is known to tweet, cough, sure. know, make noise, make communicate noise, somehow. Communicate in some which, some way, and, like, they're also, um, you know, like, parrots. I don't know, is it, um, let's see, are vultures, uh, like, a type of parrot or no? Because parrots, you know, they're they a bird of prey. Bird of they're, prey. They're okay, classified so. as a bird of prey, even though they don't actually, like, kill. They are scavengers. They like to eat. Yeah, they like Dude, to I eat. literally just watched a documentary on vultures as well. There's a I sounds. love that. And they that, are, I love that. They are literally classified as birds of prey. Hmm. That's crazy. Okay, so yeah, no, I was thinking like, you know, um, my idea was like, because birds <clears throat> could imitate and even though they can, they sound, you know, like, I wonder if like, so if there are any is other different type of birds that can like imitate. Well, and um, I mean, there's um, there's a lot, like ravens. Ravens can literally sound like people. You can train a raven to talk. You can yeah, train yeah. a crow to like speak to you. You know, with vultures, I don't think that they necessarily have the ability. I mean, they are very smart. They are very smart, but all birds are curious. You know, they're all very curious. So it's it could just be a sciencey thing, or just not a weird thing, but. It could be a weird thing, you know? It could be a weird thing to where, I mean, like, you know, if they are a pair of vultures is, you know, supposed to be guarding the gate of hell, you know, it could be it could be a sign reminding us, hey, you got heaven and hell. Maybe. Don't or, forget, you know, like, you, you, you get to choose. You have the will to choose which one you want. You know, if that's something that you believe and i don't mean you specifically but like everybody like people in general if that's something that they believe because i know there's people who don't believe in an afterlife and whatnot you know so maybe maybe the vultures are there to remind us like yo don't forget just because you're in church right now praising jesus doesn't mean that you live a, an unsinful life at the moment you walk out these doors you know what i mean right 
So it could, it could, they um, could be a, like, yo, don't forget, like, this, this side exists. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, me being the spiritual person that I am, because um, I'm not religious, I think of it more as, like, a typical sign. Like, whenever you, like, ravens and um, crows are a good sign. Or, you know, whenever you see them or you hear them, they're typically a good sign. And um, I, um, like, typically for me, it's, like, you know, any sort of animal or, you know, happening happens, like, I usually look for some sort of sign from the universe in my, in my understanding. Um, and it could be like, you know, you see a vulture and usually vultures walk around like the dead, um, as well. So, you know, there's something dead. That's the sign that I see. Mm -hmm. So that's also something like, you know, like literally roadkill, like they're just probably just waiting to go in on that roadkill. Yeah. Well, we've got, we have a lot of vultures. We've got a lot of vultures, especially on the windy days, because vultures like to, to sit up and, like, when it's windy, the wind currents above, like, where we are, like, there's, like, a bunch of currents, and they love surfing that stuff. So on windy days, when it's not even crazy, like, I'll, I'll see, like, 30 vultures up in the air, just, like, cruising and, and surfing the waves up in the, the air currents. In we a have sense. scorpions. So... I'll take vultures over scorpions. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have scorpions. I have not actually seen a scorpion. Um, I know that there's a lot more down kind of like up north where, where I'm from. Um, there probably is some around here because I live in a small town. But we have scorpions. And for me, also being like the spiritual person I am, I more so believe in like the Native American sort of ideas, the, you know, the suspicious quote-unquote ideas as well um or it could literally just be like them looking for the dead um so yeah that's crazy (laughs) yeah it's wild it's really it's really interesting but uh i mean it's really it's it's like also eerie like i'll always sing and i'm like jesus and then all of a sudden i'll look up and it's like oh birds that's just kidding it's like and then like and then i get in my car and i sit down and it's like should i drive home or should i just stay put and not move like is the is somebody telling me that i'm gonna get in a car accident on my way home like well how do i take this i'd be lying to you if i if i didn't ever think that because there have been times where it's like should I leave or should I just live here now? I live here now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe maybe I'll go home tomorrow. <laughs> oh, check this. Wait, so um, Meg, are you Christian or are you Catholic? Or I, are you I'm Christian? I'm Christian, but I'm non-denomination. Okay, so um, so it says why is it, like so we're talking about scorpions. It says why is scorpion a bad sign in Christianity? The scorpion is a symbol of Satan. Whenever Christmas Christians dream or see a scorpion, they pray to God to protect them from every attack of the devil. Well, I guess it's a good thing I ain't never dreamed of no scorpion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make sure and tell me if you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, tell me too because you know me. I'm more of into the. I'm I'm more of a sculpture person than I am religious. Um, so yeah, always tell me those things too because I'm I'm here to help too if you ever need the spiritual side of things. Or the wicked, the wicked side of things. I was, I was gonna say wicked, but I was thinking, I don't know why I was gonna say that. I meant to say wicked side of things. I was about to say, I was like, you ain't wicked. What you trying to say right now? I'm wicked. I'm wicked, beautiful. Just kidding. Yeah. 
No, you are. I would agree. No, I would agree to being on you. Okay. On top or so on it's bottom? Been, it's been decided that you're beautiful. <laughs> oh <my>. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were, you just ignored what I just said, didn't you? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Gaythered it. I said on top or on bottom. Your beauty? Your beauty is all around and inside. What you talking about? <laughs> that. Never mind. Never mind. That's not, not what she's talking about. I'm sorry. I got a bad migraine. So in my defense, in my you're defense. fine. You're fine. I was asking if you'd like to be if you'd like to be under or or me on top. Oh, you see, yeah, that's very different than what I thought. You were here and I was way over there. Got it. I'm got always it. over. I'm always there. I'm always there. You know this. Got it. Duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> sorry. I understand. I understand now. Don't mind me learning with your girlfriend. <laughs> that's fine. Oh uh, my Always. bad. I didn't mean to get a sidetrack. I mean, I know you've got you've got some encounters. No, and I, and I know no, that case and I. I, have... I don't love this. I love this stuff. I love to talk about this stuff. Oh no, you're good. I know. I know. Case and I have heard them before, but this will be the first time that the audience, the audience will be will be hearing them, and they're they're pretty they're pretty freaking crazy. And yes. I was thinking on them the other day and I, there's a couple other questions that I was like, yo, I was like, when we talk about this, I gotta ask her. Ones that I haven't brought, brought up before. So I'm I'm interested to see what you, you think on that, but I'll let you I'll let you take it away. Alright, sounds good. So we'll go ahead and hop right into um, my Wattpad. So I have written, and then we will, all, we will link all of these um, <clears throat> all of these links down below. I'm um, including my webhead, and I have written a couple of true encounter stories. True encounter encounter stories. Um, I do want to read and post more, um, but these are the most prominent to me. So um, my first one is called The Tall Man. It's nonfiction, and um, I do have a disclaimer on this. Um, it's still being edited by the other person I had the encounter with. I did get permission from this person that I had there the, from the people that I had the encounter with to read about it on this podcast. So. And I will update it once it is finished being edited. Um, I don't know if it'll be finished being edited here anytime soon because I posted this two years ago. So, um, but anywho, I'll go right into it. So I used to go to my friend's house a lot to hang out with her and her family. She lives on a large acre with an old barn, a horse walker and an old chicken coop, her aunt and uncle's trailer and their house. My friends lived with her husband, her grandparents, grandparents and her baby at the time. She had told me many occurrences she's had happened to her on her land. And when I say occurrences, I mean paranormal and almost my nightmarish instances that you only see in movies. But I'm here to tell you my story about something that happened to me at her house. I did not have a car at the time and was still young and in my 20s. One summer night when I was hanging out at her house, we had just finished dinner and I started to feel nauseous less than 10 minutes after, after eating. I shook it off thinking it was just the food I had eaten. Then I started feeling very itchy and not just a typical itch that you have on your arm, an itch that you cannot scratch off no matter how much you itch. I'm talking itchy everywhere, on my back, my arms, my head, everywhere. I told my friend and she's the type to always take care of someone no matter what happens. She told me to go to the bathroom and she got out the Camaline lotion and asked me where I itched the most and I told her my back. <clears throat> Um, sorry, I lost my place. She then asked me if she could lift up my shirt to see if I, to see it, and I said yes. She took one look at my back after lifting my shirt, and she let out a slight kind of gasp, and I asked her what was wrong. 
she knows that whatever, whenever it comes to scary things, I initially get freaked out. So she told me not to look at my back in the mirror and called her husband into the bathroom. She told him to get the holy water. He did it almost automatically like he knew what it, that it was something he should not question. I knew she tried to not let me see because I would get scared, but she told me just to trust her, and I did. When her husband came back with the holy water, she grabbed it and splashed it on my back. She then told me to go back to her room, and she would be there shortly. I walked into her room, and her husband was sitting on the bed and told me, Mimi, it's okay. I was wondering what the hell he was talking about. I was almost about to ask him what he meant by it's okay. But then my friend walked into the room and shut the door in one swift motion. I asked her what the heck she saw on my back. Then she told me right away, almost as if she also knew what I was going to ask. They were very large scratches all the way down my back. I admit, I was a little scared and I understood why they did not want me want to tell me right away. So then I started freaking out a little bit, but they talked to me and comforted me. So I calmed down a bit and I tried to brush it off like I was just like it was just another story that she had told me. I honestly believe in parable, no more occurrences, which is why I keep try to keep a level head with something like this. And especially if it's happening to me. But of course, someone who would get scared, someone would get scared if scratches appeared on your back randomly and without explanation like it did to me. I didn't feel anything scratching me, and the weirdest part was the way that they described the scratches. They said they were large and all the way down my back and red. Not bleeding, but just large red scratches. Almost as if someone was with obnoxiously large nails scratched my back. And the weirdest part is that I only felt itchy. After we all calmed down a bit and we started watching shows and just hung out. And then it started to get a bit late. My friend would usually take me home early in the night on weeknights if I was hanging out with her, with them, because her grandmother had to get up early for work the next morning and had to go to sleep early. However, it was a weekend night and I stayed longer, just hanging out with her and her family. So it was about 11 p.m. and they decided it was time to take me home. She liked to take her baby with her in the car because he would fall asleep in the car most of the time if she could not get him to sleep. As I was helping her and her husband with loading the baby in the back seat, I turned for a second and the lights in the distance flickered off. It was strange only because she lives on a big acre of land and there are lights that are always on in the distance because of other acres of land and houses that are spread out in between each other. The street lights went off too. It was odd because no one seemed to care but some of their lights went off in the middle of the night, but of course that was also at the distance. There was one light that I remember seeing on and it was the one that they had near their old chicken coop behind the car that stayed on. <clears throat> My friend told me to just get in the car and buckle up. Then she got in the car and turned it on and started backing up. At this point, I was just terrified. Then something happened. My friend had an unbelievably large dirt driveway and it takes a good minute to get in and out of her driveway. I looked up and saw an unbelievably tall dark figure with lanky legs and an old looking hat on its head. It almost looked like a cowboy hat or an old farmer's hat. Whoever it was also had their hands crossed and their leg, legs were crossed too. It was facing us, leaning up against her husband's truck. The figure was pitch dark and the weirdest part was that when the headlights shone on the figure, it was still just as pitch black as the night sky, maybe even darker. 
I could not look away and I told my friend, please tell me you see that. And she said, yes. Her husband asked what it was and he looked up and said he could not see anything. My friend started to drive back up the dirt driveway and it disappeared. We could not believe it. I just sat there dumbfounded and my friend then called her grandfather to come outside and look to see if he could see anyone. He said he did not. So it was apparently my friend and I who saw it. We just left. As we were driving down the road near the house, the streetlights were still off. Again, which never happens according to my friend. I still go over to her house occasionally, but that night was just a weird night. I never saw the tall man again. Dude, that's wild. I know I said it before, but like, that's wild in my personal opinion. Yeah, that's just crazy. Was- the first one... Like, in my personal opinion, I mean, I, I am not, I am not some professional when it comes to this stuff, clearly. I didn't even know that crystals were a thing, okay? Until <laughs> Mimi, alright? So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like the two, the two, I, I don't even know what the right term is, but the, the two instances, the two encounters weren't even the same, like, thing, you know? One physically caused harm to you, and one was just spectating you. You know, mm-hmm. and I and I know we've we've talked about that before, but my other thing is like, why did it? Do you have an idea of, like why it picked like the first one, your first encounter? Like you know, like you were itchy. Like it felt. Like, describe that. Like you're itchy. Like it felt like poison ivy. It felt like you were breaking out in hives. Yeah, yeah. Breaking anything out in leading hives. up to that. So, um. I truly felt like when that happened, that happened, it's like, it felt like I was breaking out in hives or like, like poison ivy was like all over my body, like, or like, I was literally, it felt like I was just itchy, like nothing had happened before. We had just literally eaten dinner. We had just like, we're chilling. And then all of a sudden I was nauseous and itchy. Did you have a (laughs) weird conversation that could have like triggered it? No. And like, you know, like I said, like in the, the story, like my friend had told me before, like instances and what happened. And, um, and like, you know, she's told me like her instances as well. Like, so there's been more encounters that she has had. Mm-hmm. That was my personal encounter that right. I had at her house. And she has had those at her house with her husband and her family and all of that. But nothing happened to me whenever I was at their house, but that was the first time that happened to me. <laughs> you know like I mean? that happened to any of them that you know of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this wasn't the, even though it was the first time for you, this wasn't the first time that something like that happened to one of them or somebody else in a sense. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, it is weird. And so like, you know, and I've told this before, but I, I never felt like, because I've had, like occurrences my entire life like I've had things like this happen my entire life that's like, crazy to me yeah, as it's so like in its own that's <laughs> wild to me yeah so and then like I mean the other day Meg and I were on a call talking about podcast yes. stuff and yeah so like you I saw you I saw a shadow out of there and then like the light was going off and on and a family member had just passed away recently for me and I thought it was that family member so you know, you know, like I said, the things, these things happen to me and it's not, it's not unnormal for me now. Like it's not unnormal. I've embraced it. It happens. So like, you know, during this time I was in my twenties, I was young, I was terrified, but now I'm thinking back, like looking at it, I'm just like, I'm fine. Um, so sorry. 
can hear. I am like, I'm just done like muting myself. I can, I can so barely, sorry. I can barely hear her. You're fine. Okay. So sorry guys. If you can hear my dog, like she's freaking no, out. <laughs> um, but well, anywho, I'm sorry. What case? I was going to say last time we talked about this, you mentioned that that property was like historic, wasn't it? Or is that, yeah. Yeah. did you ever look so, into that more? Um, I never got a chance to, but a friend of mine, I had told her the story um, because another friend of mine had had lived on that property and that like land um, because it's uh -huh. a huge land. It's a huge land with a bunch of like acres of lands and acres of houses and stuff like that. She had said that there was once like a Native American and a um, a Native American war with like white people on it or like, I don't know how to explain it. Like Back in the day, you know, the Native Americans were like fighting for their land and all that yeah. other stuff so that sort of thing um so like she had mentioned that um she had felt like it was always home and there's nothing ever bad um because she's also spiritual like me like very spiritual very into the, like you know the universe does things and i'm not like you know like things happen for a reason that sort of feel that sort of thing happens a lot and um but yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> that's so it's uh, yeah and that's the other thing is like the way that you were describing it is like they knew exactly like she knew exactly what it was she knew exactly how to in a sense fix it uh, along with her husband and then they did how how <laughs> soon after she splashed her back were you, did you get like instant relief or was it did it take time um i think i had mentioned it here I think it was instant relief. Um, yeah, so it was instant relief. Um, and, um, you know, I was just scared. I was scared. Sure. And um, I only felt itchy. I never felt like, you know, there was scratches on my back where I felt like someone was scratching me. So that sort of feel. Yeah. Interesting. And and then after you guys like were just hanging out watching TV, nothing else after that. No like weird atmosphere. Did like the atmosphere shift at all while you were itchy? And did it like shift back? Were there any like any of that? No, I not that I can recall. Honestly, like I think in general, it's been it was like kind of like chill. Like we we're trying to chill out because we were all I think a little shooken up. Over yeah yeah. So, so yeah. But, and then, like, I've I, I've also explained this before, too, is, like, um, that I also felt like what I, the person that, like, the tall standing man that I saw wasn't a bad thing. But what I did feel was when I was itchy was bad. Like, I didn't feel, yeah. I didn't feel like it was bad. It was just scary at the time. You know, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just, he was just standing there watching you know, it could have been like a yeehaw boy. <laughs> our yeehaw boy. We love our yeehaw boys. We love our yeehaw boys, oh. even though some of them can be annoying. We love our Case yeehaw boys. Smiling. <laughs> Case is smiling because he's just a little bit of a yeehaw boy. <laughs> just a little. He's not like a full. He's like a. a it's sad. Like a. You're like a 25% yeehaw boy. No, you don't wear, oh, the, yeah. you don't wear the, the cowboy hats. And the, <laughs> you don't, you don't, do you have a lifted truck? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, oh, but shit. he doesn't he doesn't have like he doesn't live in like yeehaw the country. area of the states that are considered yeehaw boys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he doesn't necessarily dress in that like 
you got cowboy Louis hat with his cowboy boots and his big old buckle on his belt and he's got a collar okay. shirt and he goes to hoedowns and rodeos you know girl no. so would you believe me if there's a lot of actually cowboys here oh like, i believe it i believe that 100 <laughs> percent. and, and like a lot of them are like <laughs> yeehaw boys gonna live their best yeehaw life and i respect that sorry <laughs> i love it i love it well that well so that's it so that's that leads into like the next set of questions that i have so the the um, guy go ahead the entity the encounter that you had with the tall figure you know in a sense i know that we talked about it last time that this this figure was huge he was leaning up a, against the husband's truck and he was even taller than the the truck itself and he was leaning against it he wasn't just standing next to it he was leaning against it and he was still taller than that what i thought was interesting is the fact that and i don't think i brought this up last time but it's the fact that only you and your girlfriend could see it but the guy couldn't see it so is it mm -hmm. is it a presence that only makes itself known to females so, to ladies so um I will tell you, and this is like this, this, I'm not going to say like in, you know, depth, but the, the, my friend has more encouraged, she sees more things than her husband did. She feels more things than her husband does. Interesting. So he doesn't see things a whole lot. Me and her do. And like, and then like when we saw it together, I, you know, both of us looked at each other like, you see that right and she's like yeah <laughs> and so and then we i was like you see that right and he's like no i don't see it and i was like oh do you think do you <laughs> think that's like oh because i know that there's been like cases where you know like uh uh people who go hunting for you know ghosts or hunting for encounters you know they'll they'll go and they'll get cases where it's like oh this this ghost will only show itself or this entity or this figure will only show itself in front of women or in front of men, or you have to be alone, or you need to have candy to try to get the kid to like come out, you know, like whatever it may be. Or do you think it's like that? Or do you think it's more like the fact, because I know that you're really in tuned with it. Is it more you guys were able to experience something because you and her are more in tuned with it and he just isn't? Probably because we're probably more in tune with it. <clears throat> And, you know, even when I was a baby, I've had an encounter, like, I remember, you know, I was a baby, and, like, well, I wasn't, like, total baby, I was, like, three or four. Um, I remember seeing that's this, like, white in my eyes. I think any, anybody that's under the age of 15 is baby. That's not true. Yeah. That's not true. Under 10, yeah. it's like, oh, you're a baby. You're just a little baby. I don't say that to the face. Well, if you really want to go to that face. far, if you really want to go that far, your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25, and I say this all the time. So I can still consider people who are under 25 babies. Wow, so I just crushed the threshold of not threshold. Well, you're more mature. Baby. You are way more than mature than any of those sometimes, babies. I don't, I don't, sometimes I don't want to be. I know that. And it depends on that. Who, who I'm dealing with. <laughs> it, I know that I've, I've experienced it firsthand. <laughs> Sometimes it's like I want to be a child in the situation. If you could act like a child, why don't I get act like a child? Let's get yeah. petty, baby. If you're ready, that's a song by some of the product. Mm -hmm. Um, baby, let's get petty. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I get that, but yeah, no, um, but yeah, it's it was wild, and yeah, I don't think I don't think that he's. And I mean, I could ask him honestly, 
and I could, you know, if he's okay with me telling him, telling, telling, you know, or me telling via him, like on the podcast, like, do you, does he feel like he's more in tune with himself in regards to like the paranormal? Um, like me and my friend are or not or you know and like you know I do I have been trying to get them on here on mm-hmm. the podcast to try to talk about like some of their experiences because there's way more oh I'm sure than, there's way more that they've told me this is just my experience at right. their house right so you know anyways yeah I know that it's last wild. time oh sorry go ahead no, you're fine. Go ahead. I know that last time when we talked about it, uh, and Case brought it up about you know the land being on kind of like a historic section, you know, in in a you know things did happen, events did happen, a battle or a fight, you know, did happen, to where casualties did occur on this specific piece of property and whatnot. I think it would be really interesting to just to, to kind of like get to know like the history of it and whatnot i'm sure they find like casings and arrowheads and stuff like that on the property i have a piece of property not me my family my family has a piece of property up in ohio and there were lots and lots of like uh native american activity on there and so we'll go out there and we'll find arrowheads like Mm -hmm. you know and you know when you you there was a, a lady that i used to do i used to like be like a, a camp counselor for her dog camp or whatever and it oh my god that is so cute dude, i could it was, just see it was so little, fun camp counselor shirt and you're oh, like gosh. calling the dog stay everyone sit now you get no, a no, no, nothing like <laughs> nothing like it was it, it was so a camp cute. for kids to bond with their dogs that's what it was oh, I see, it, I see. it was for <laughs> families who didn't have time for their pets or their mm. kids to basically send their pet and their kid off so that the pet and the kid could to bond better, and so that the kid and the pet would ultimately behave better in the family home. That's ultimately what it was. So it was mm-hmm. kids who were very entitled uh, had to actually take care of another live being, you know, and had to take responsibility for it. And the dog had to, like, in a sense, rely on the kid to take care of it so that they were bonding together and so that the kid would get a sense of responsibility while also teaching the dog, like, good behavior, you know, and whatnot. Anyways, well, the the entire campground is on um, old, like, and I don't want to, I don't want to speak, I, I'm not, I, I mean, this was forever ago, so I, 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 I could be wrong, but it was, it was Native American land, or there used to be a tribe there, and and something so every single time you take pictures dude and you look at the pictures and would print them out there's the orbs like hundreds hundreds of orbs in these pictures wild hundred around the campfire out in the fields we'd be out in the fields and that we would take pictures like with our and i was so young to where it's like i'm not taking pictures with an iphone i'm taking pictures with a flip phone i'm taking pictures with a disposable camera i would go and get the pictures processed and every time at night, it's just hundreds. Not like one or two. There, it, dude, I kid you not. Hundreds of orbs. Crazy. It's, it was really, really cool. And she and the lady that owns the the property and whatnot, she she keeps like she'll like look at the pictures and she's like, oh, can I keep these? Can I keep these? Because she's so into it. She's so into it, and she's she's so, so into like preserving. But we would find arrowheads everywhere on that property, everywhere. Really? I think uh, if I ask, like, my friend, like, you can find arrowheads there. Like, you can find 
lot of things on that land because it's also where I used to live. And I think there's a reservation near that area too. That's so awesome. So yeah, and there's like reservations where I'm at too. So like not even not even funny. So yeah, no, it's it's wild. All right, guys. So heading on into our next encounter. This is Screecher. This is also nonfiction. Um, this is uh, also on my Wattpad. And the this image that I found on the internet is kind of scary. It's probably what I envisioned what this happened, this encounter was. Okay. So the summer before my sophomore year in high school, I had a strange occurrence happen to me. And to this day, I do not remember if it was a poltergeist or sleep paralysis. I was only mere days away from farting, starting, farting, <laughs> starting my first day of school and I was sleeping soundly in my twin bed. It was close to the two windows in my room. I had one obnoxiously large window in my room and one very small window that both were at the front of the house. The smaller window was right outside next to the front door, so I knew who would come up to the house. I liked to keep my windows open during the summer nights when, the, when it was hotter outside. And the honeycomb curtains that had a large plastic piece on the bottom would sometimes hit against the windows if it was windy. I was sound asleep with my sheet and thin blanket over me when the sudden sound of the curtain banging on my window seal woke me right up. I then heard the crunching and cracking of rocks like someone was walking up next to the door. I did not get up because I was still half asleep or scared for what was coming to my house in the middle of the night. I heard the walking getting closer, then suddenly I felt this urge to shut my eyes as hard as I could and put my arms over my chest. I felt like if I did not, I would get hurt or something worse would happen. Then less than a minute later, I felt my ears starting to ring, and it was not some simple ringing you get after you are driving in the mountains and the altitude changes and your ears pop. It's, no, this sound was a loud siren like ringing. Then I heard the loudest scream I think I ever heard in my entire life. It wasn't some simple human scream. It was a vicariously booming screech, and it was right outside my small window. I then closed my eyes tighter and harder and clenched my teeth so tight that I felt like I grinded them. If I grinded them, it would hear me right there. Once I heard it stop, I laid there for a good hour with my eyes closed shut and my body shaking. When I felt like, when I felt it was finally okay to get up, I jumped up out of my bed and ran to my mother's room. I woke her up and asked her if she had heard that loud screech and she said no, no, in a vicious and sleepy tone. She then asked what I heard, and I explained to her what just happened to me. She did not get up to go look outside because she told me it was just a dream. I was not going to convince her otherwise, only because I was still scared. And I started to taste blood in my mouth. <clears throat> Sorry. I started to taste blood in my mouth from biting the inside of my cheek so hard. So I asked her if I could sleep with her for the rest of the night, and she gradually agreed. She told me it was just a dream and that I was imagining it. Sometimes I wish it was a dream. I've told the story to many other people, even one of my peers after I started school that same week. He was the boy who wore eyeliner and played the guitar. I think he was the only one who believed me. I still remember, remember it distinctly the next morning. I moved my bed from my windows immediately. I did not sleep well for a month after that. That's wild. Wild. Dude, that's so like creepy because it's like at first like my first like thing would be like oh there's a burglar like somebody's gonna try and like call through crawl through my window like somebody's gonna try and like come in but then it's like but then when you have like the ringing of the ears 
and it's not just like the simple like ear ringing it's like a siren and, and it like basically like shuts down like your body shuts down when stuff like that mm-hmm. happens like you can't move you're like locked in place like you're you're like you know when you see those scenes where like people are using that like their supersonic powers and people like drop to their knees it's like that it's like you can't move yeah. like you're stuck and it's like the only thing that you can do like your instincts are like close your eyes cross your arms get under the covers hide under the bed you know like stuff like that you know it's, mm-hmm. it's like it's wild crazy. it's wild and that like for me like if i was in that position that's where i would be like oh this isn't this isn't a person this is something different this is something mm-hmm. else like this is weird yeah. yeah no and that's exactly how i felt like you know how you're saying like um like someone has like superpowers and they just like drop to the ground i was thinking of jane from um the voltary on twilight because you know jane she's the one who like when you when she looks at you mm-hmm. just, like she looks dead at you and you just stop and you can't move your body yep. and you're in pain that's kind of how i felt <laughs> but i wasn't in pain. well yeah i was kind of in pain because i was like grinding my teeth and like but i was like not trying to grind my teeth because i was like feeling like ah, something would whatever it was would hear me it was a scary moment. It really was. And I felt like my entire body was about to be taken over by something and I didn't want it to. And I was Whoa. like trying to protect myself. And it was, it was a scary thing. And like, I was a kid still. I was going to, about to go into 10th grade when this happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I was about to be a sophomore in high school. <laughs> did you see it like at all? Nope. I, I did not look. Nope. I did not even look. I did not even want to look. I told myself, I, I felt like, you know, you couldn't look. I could not look or else, like I said, it would get me. Yeah. Ugh. Now I'm getting, like, chills from, like, thinking about what had happened that night, too. So, like, so, like, things like that, like, like I said, I just, it's happened. So many of these things happen, happen to me and I'm, like, still, like, I know that. I know, like, I feel them and, like, I, they happen to me, but I also don't, like, when I reread them or rethink about them or re-talk about them, I'm just, like, oh, yeah, that's right. I was shitless that night <laughs> see, see i don't i've never even as a kid like i've never experienced it the only thing that i deal with now are like the dreams that like i control like i can control my dreams yeah you said you were talking me. about that i think that's so awesome and i think that's a lucid that's a lucid dreaming dude it, well see i didn't used to be able to do that when i was a kid like i always like if i had like a nightmare and i was being chased it was always the i'm moving in molasses and the the killer that's coming to get me or the thing that's coming to get me was moving at like Michael Myers speed but always got me and and but here's here's like the weird thing about it is like right before I would get got in a sense I would always wake up and when I was a kid like sweating like heart racing like stuff like that now now it's like I can control my dreams I can control what happens a lot of times what happens is like the the thing or the killer that gets to me i i literally turn around and i just start laughing at it i just start laughing and it goes away it's like oh they're not scared like you know how like it is like it has to have the fear like you have to be afraid of it Mm -hmm. otherwise it can't like consume you in a sense it's like that it's like once i start laughing at it it's like oh i can't get you like i gotta go find somebody else but the the things that are like super weird is that when they do get me instead of instead of like you know like i waking up i watch them get me like i literally stand there and trigger warning i literally stand there and i watch them drive the knife into my stomach i watch them like 
get a hold of me. I watched, like, they literally pick me up, tie me up, put me in the back of a car. Like, I watch, like, I, it's not that I watch, like, I experience, but I have no pain. And only sometimes, like, when I have pain, like, I'll wake up and my dog's sitting on my face. Or my dog's, like, <laughs> my dog has dug its feet into my back. And, like, that's where they've gotten me. But it's, like, I sometimes, like, I go through those. And for mm-hmm. me, and this is the thing, is, like, in those dreams, it's, like, I'll sit there and I'll actively be thinking, like, are they going to get me this time or am I going to laugh? And but, because I can't make that decision... Because I, I haven't, like, made that decision. They get me. That's crazy. You know? And it's, but it's never, it's never with a gun. It's always with a knife. Hmm. And it's always with, like, one of those, like, really, really big, like, kitchen knives. Not, like, a cleaver, but, like, a really big kitchen knife. And it's always in the right of my stomach. Every single time. If they get, mm-hmm. yeah, trigger warning. It was just super weird. So, like, I'll have dreams like that. But then a lot of times, like, I can control. I had a dream last night, and I can co- I controlled it. I was with my sister. I was literally with my sister. And uh, my sister has two dogs. She's got a Brittany and um, I have a Brittany. And the Brittany that she has is the brother to my Brittany. Um, oh, is that Zelda? Yeah, yeah. Zelda's Aww. the Brittany. And so her, she's got a, she's got Sly. And then um, she also has a blue healer named Lily. Um, that her, her husband, her husband, like, like that's his like favorite dog. And so after. Okay, here's my dog. They they got they got together and they got Lily, but that's besides the point. So I literally had a dream, and it was with my little sister, and I can all I can always remember the dreams that I like control, but I can never remember the dreams that I I can't control. And then it's like, okay. did I dream last night? It's like, yeah, I know I had a dream last night, but I don't really remember what it is. Like this one, I I remember perfectly. I remember what happened. I remember the conversation that my sister and I had, and I remember that we had the conversation on a pure white marble. Uh, bench in the middle of a park and there were three bluebirds like dude I can remember everything it's crazy it's crazy that is crazy have you ever considered and I think I've asked you this before have you ever considered doing a dream journal because there are like like kits that you can get um like on Amazon for like 10 bucks and it's like a dream journal on how like you can like control your dreams or if you're a lucid dreamer or like what dreams mean like things like that have you ever considered doing that mm I think that'd be cool. I'll, I'll, have to look, I'll have to look into it. Cause, dude, yeah, because I mean, it's, I, it's like I have had a dream journal before. I'll have to. What? I'll have to look into it for sure. I mean, like that's the thing though is like the dreams that I have. It's almost like it's and maybe it's because I play video games so much, but it's literally like I spawn into a video game and it's like I've taken my surroundings. It's like all right, here we go. And I like I do it, you know. And it, it can be a good dream. It can be a bad dream. It's not always like I'm being chased by something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always like a bad dream. It's not always a nightmare. Do I tend to take control quicker in a nightmare? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, anyone because your adrenaline is going. Most of the time, I'm by myself in those dreams. Most of the time, it's like I don't have to protect other people. But there are some times where I've had dreams like that where, like, I've had to protect people. But But then it turns into me luring the killer or whatever i don't want to say killer because that sounds that's so like triggering for some people it luring the chaser that's probably even more triggering but luring the chaser away from the rest of the group of the people you know that's crazy and it's it's either like i literally start like i'll literally stop 
I turn around and I'll just start laughing and then like all of like the the drive for the person to keep chasing me like leaves and they're like this isn't fun anymore and then they leave and then I wake up and then or there's, there's there times is. where I'll I'll be in the middle of my dream and then it's like ah this is boring I want to wake up and then I'll wake up that's crazy so like there is this belief that when you dream you are in an astral realm you are in a different realm you are no longer like you are a part of still part of your body but you are in an astral realm so um it could be like you know when you are dreaming they're like the lucid dreaming and things like that you're controlling your own astral realm yeah it's it's crazy to me it's and i don't let me for those that are listening like i don't take any anything i don't take anything before i go to sleep i i don't partake in any illegal or legal substances or anything like that like i literally yes she is as clean as can be i don't like i don't i don't take anything that i i used to be on adderall a very very long time ago when i was in high school for one year and i stopped i after my senior year in high school i never took it again but like other than that and i've been having these dreams i didn't start being able to take control of my dreams until i was probably like a freshman in high school that's been happening for a long time so when i was like 15 that's when i was really able to but that's the other thing is like things will talk to me like things will talk to me that I that aren't human, that aren't like my chaser, aren't like the thing. Like things will talk to me, and I literally don't like say anything to them. Like I don't like acknowledge them. To, like I'll look at them. To answer questions. Yeah, like I'll look at them. I'll acknowledge that they're there. Like I'll kind of like nod at them, but then other than that, like I won't like say anything. Like if they talk to me, or whatever, it's it's whatever. But then a lot of times they'll morph themselves into somebody I know. Or something. And mm. it's just like, that's cool. And it's like, haven't seen you in a really long time. Like, it'll be somebody from, like, wait, like in, from college. It'll be somebody from, like, high school. And it's like, haven't seen you in a long time. And they're like, yeah, it really has been a long time. I'll wake up, I'll wake up the next morning, and then within weeks, that person will reach out to me. Dude, it's mm. wild. It's wild. Like I said, the universe has many ways of doing things. Well, I'll beat their ass if they become my chaser. Bro, and I have thrown hands with I have thrown hands with chasers before. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call them that. I'm sure there's an, a genuine t- term for that. We like, can call them like the the flesh pedestrians. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, the flesh the flesh pedestrians are the skinwalkers, but we don't want to talk about that. Um, we could call them the pursuers. Um, I feel like that's a better pursuer. No, I don't know pursuers. The um the the bad people in Meg's I guess <laughs> the one the ones that are out to get me or whatever like the there, there'll people. be times where I fight back I disarm them I boobop them with their own weapon like and I'm no longer walking in molasses my punches don't feel like I'm throwing throwing punches underwater like That's I crazy. like I get them and what I get them good the purple, the purple people eaters is called purple people eaters the purple people eaters yeah bro I, <laughs> dude let me tell you something i have taken no fighting classes whatsoever but in my dreams i'm like a martial artist like you can't touch me bro like this is why the and Feyre is because the martial artist is akatar so i'm like you should be Feyre. oh lord Come on, like anyone who is out there, Hulu, please cast me as Feyre because she's perfect for her. <laughs> oh dear, I eat cheese. You I eat like cheese. cheese. I like cheese. I like cheese. Well, that's part of like in the book. That's like part of her life where she's like, I don't want to be this girl who is literally eating, sitting there eating expensive cheese and expensive clothes. I want to be out there fighting. Yeah, I feel and, that. Like, 
Tamlin spoiler spoiler alerts for who have read um um this book series A Court of Thorns and Roses and this is the second book um where she just doesn't want to do anything that you know being you know being the wife to this man has to be um and she's just like I just want to go out and fight and her person doesn't let her so but no more spoilers no more beat spoilers. his ass anyways no. beat his ass anyways dude I mean, in my dreams I I kick ass and take names, bro. IRL, See? I don't know what I would do. I'd probably be like, whoa, and then, like, run. I wanna, I've always wanted to take a boxing class. Dude, I would love to take some, like, MMA classes, some CrossFit stuff, like, throw it down, get jiggy with it. I don't know, dude. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see, though. But, yeah, that's the thing is, like, in my dreams, I'm untouchable. And I can co- control it. I'm like, I literally sit there, like, I'm gonna do a backflip now and kick him in the face. And I do it. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. That's so crazy. I just sent you some, um, I just personally sent you some, um, some articles on, um, astral, astral realms and dreaming, um, and spirituality and stuff like that. So Same if you ever want to take a look at this. <laughs> yeah, and I'll look All into right. that dream journal too. Yeah, look into it. You can even literally just get a dream, like a journal and just write your dreams. Cause like, I used to do that. I used to have a dream journal as well. Nice. We are partnered with Dubby. Don't forget to use code EDMEG at checkout for those discounts. Our link is in the description. Thanks for listening in on the shenanigans. We will see you all next week. I'm Mimi. I'm Meg. Stay Stay golden. golden.